All right, good evening. We're ready to get started. Maseches Chagiga Daf Yud Beis. We're starting about 15 lines down on uh, Yud Beis Madalov, starting with the words Va'amar Rav Yehuda Amar Rav. Um, let's just be super clear. Uh, this whole entire blot is way above our pay grade. Uh, the uh, actual building of how, how the earth was created, what stands on what we are familiar in American education, that there's Atlas who holds the world on his shoulders. The Gemara has a presentation that's almost, from a physics perspective, almost as complicated to understand because what's Atlas standing on? So we have those questions here as well that will come up tonight. And I claim um, exactly zero knowledge on what uh, we're doing other than the words on the page. Sorry. <laughs> Feel free to do some research in the Kabbalistic literatures. That's true. That's true. I put nothing past my father's uh, limits. Uh, you never know. <laughs> says the Gemara about 15 lines down in Yud Beis The Gemara says, There were 10 things that were created on the first day of creation. Heaven and Earth. Tohu Vavohu. We'll learn what those two terms mean. Or Light and Dark. Ruach Wind and Water. Midas Yomu Midas Laila. The measure of day and measure of night, which means that the day will always be 24 hours. And as the as the year uh, you know vacillates back and forth from winter to summer, the amount of time that night will have will be greater in the winter, and the night amount that 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 will just reverse in the summer, where the nights will be shorter in the summer. So all of these things were on day one. Let's analyze. Says the Gemara Shemayim Va'aretz. How do we know that they were there in the, on day one? It's famous pasuk. Next Tohu Vavohu. How do we know about that? The next pasuk says Va'aretz Haisa Tohu Vavohu. Or Vachoshech. How do we know that that was in the, on the first day of Rishis? Because Choshech Dixi Vachoshech Alpnei Tahom. And then Or Dixi Vayomer Elokim He Or. All of these are famous pasukim we're familiar with. Ruach Umayim Dixi Ruach Elokim Rachefes Alpnei Amayim. That Hakadosh Baruch Hu's spirit was hovering over the water. So we see that there's Ruach and Mayim. Midas Yomu Midas Laila Dixi Vayeravai Boker. Beautiful. So by the end of day one, we had all 10 of these features. That's what the Gemara says. What is tohu and what is vohu? So it says the Gemara in the first middle with lines. Tohu is a kav yarok shemaki veskola olam kulo. It is a green line that goes around the earth. I guess in its equivalent form, it would be kind of like an equator of sorts, but from this presentation, it seems visible. It has a color to it. It's yarok. goes around the world. Shemimena yotze, should be yotze, not yotza. From there, darkness comes. I don't know what that means, but uh, last I thought darkness was the absence of light. I don't know. I don't know what modern science has to say about that relative to this. I just think we just don't understand really what's happening, but that's what the Gemara says. He created Choshech, Sisro, it's, it's secretive and it's Sivivosav and it goes around. That's the green line. What's Vohu? We said Tov Avos. So Tov is the green line that darkness comes from. What's Vohu? Says the Gemara halfway down. These are a very moist rocks, that they're placed very deep in earth, and from there, water emanates. So maybe the miracle of Moshe hitting the rock wasn't so miraculous. That seems to be how the whole world gets water. We're just uh, used to seeing it in other ways. So we know that the, the people get water from springs all the time. Where does the water come from? So that's what the Gemara says over here, that the water comes from these very, very deep rocks. Shanamar, as the verse says, Venote alav kav, kav tohu, ve'avne vohu. Look at the language. Kav tohu, the line of tohu. We just said the tohu was the green line. Ve'avne vohu, and the stones of vohu, the stones of the depths, which is very much mashma, like the Gemara just said. Halfway down, four lines into the middle with lines, you'd base them off. The Gemara says, rishon ivri. You just said that the, that light was created on day one. That's not true. Vaksiv, the Pasik says, Vaiteno samelokim biyorkiya hashamayim. That Akash Baruch who put up the sun and the moon up in the sky. When did he do this? So you just said in our Gemara, 
Gemara that Rabbi Yehuda Marav said that the that the that the light was created on day one, but here it seems to be that it's created on day four. Answers the Gemara, Rabbi Elazar, Dama Rabbi Elazar, or Shabbar Kadosh Baruch Hu Rishon. The light that a Kadosh Baruch created on day one was a very unique light. What was its character? Adam Tzofa Bomisofa Olam Ba'ad Sofa. If you had access to that light, you could see from the beginning of the world till the end of the world. That's what the Gemara says. But Kevan Shini Stakal Kadosh Baruch Hu B'Darmavel Flaga. Once a Kadosh Baruch looked down the road because Kadosh Baruch was above time, and he saw that there was going to be a Dorma Amabel and a Dora Flaga, the nation of the flood and the nation of the the ones who rebelled against Hashem. The Rosh Masem Kulkalim. It's that they were going to do bad things. Amad Veganzo Mehem. He hid the light from them. Shnemar Vayimana Meir Shaim Oram. That he took away. He took away the light from those evil people. Okay, what did HaKadosh Baruch Hu do with the light? Did he just turn it out? No, he did not turn off the switch. So he hid them. Who did he hide them for? Says the Gemara, it was saved for the righteous in the future. Because that's what the Pasuk says in Breshis, that Hashem saw that the light was good. What does Tov mean? Tov must be only for the righteous. That uh, Tzadik is Tov. Good. And Kevan Shira or Shekhnazola Tadikim Sameach. Once the light, as though the light was a character of its own, uh, as once the light saw that it was saved for Tzadikim Samach, it was very happy. Shinemar or Tzadikim is uh or Tzadikim is Samach, that the light, once he realized he was saved for the Tzadikim, he was very happy. However, we also have a machlokes tanaim about this presentation about the light in the world. Kitanoi or Shabara Kadosh Baruch Hu Yomrishon Adam Sofa Mabi Bomisofa Olam Vat Sofa Diber Rabbi Yaakov. Rabbi Yaakov says that the light that can be seen inside the world uh, in the early days of day one, that light is a magical light of sorts, a metaphysical spiritual light that you can see from the beginning of time till the end of time. However, Chachamim Omrim know that's not what's going on. Hein Hein Meoros Shenivru Yomrishon. Really, they are the actual. Um, they are the actual luminaries that were created to be put up into the heavens on the first day. But who didn't put them in their orbit, the sun and the moon, they didn't, were not put in their orbit until day four. That's uh, very interesting. So what, what was the Matthias? What was happening? I don't know. Two-thirds of the way down, four lines before the wide lines. With 10 things, not that there were 10 things present, but with 10 things. In other words, what ingredients do you have to put in the bowl in order to make earth in order to make the world, so says the Gemara, here are the 10 things. V'chachma, with wisdom. V'svuna, with understanding. V'das, with knowledge. V'koach, with strength. V'ge'ara, with rebuke. V'gvura, which is another word for strength. We'll get to that in the Gemara. V'tzedek, with justice. V'mishpat, with uh, with with right, reverse. With righteousness and with justice. V'chesed, v'rachamim. These are the midos with which HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the world. Let's go through each of them. Last short line. V'chachma, v'tzvuna, when we talk about the first two, which is with wisdom and with understanding. Wisdom to create the ground and Konin Shamayim Bituna, but the heavens they were built with a different meter. They were built with Tuna, which is understanding and different than Chachma. And what about Bedas with knowledge? Says the Gemara, the Tahomos, the depths of the earth, those were built with Das. What about Bikach Gvura? The Pasuk says, Mechin Harim mountains were made with Koach, and Nezar Bigvura Kadosh Baruch was girded with strength. What about Bigara with rebuke? The Pasuk says, Amude Shamayim Yerofufu, the pillars of Shamayim Yerofufu, they were shaking, and they trembled from. His gara from from his rebuke. We'll learn more about this soon. But tzedek of a mishpat. What about with with uh, righteousness and justice that the world was created? These were two of the ingredients. Tzedek mishpat machon kisecha. That these two midas of righteousness and of justice. These are things that helped to create the world. They were part of machon kisecha of building the chair, uh, the kisei kavod. Bechesed v'rachamim. What about these two midos? Tzedek zechor rachamecha. Hashem achasedecha kime olam hema. The word olam is in the same pasuk as. Uh, as Rachamim and Chesed, and therefore we see that these are some of the mitos with which the world was built as well. Again, very difficult to understand all of this, and everything is very specific and chosen in its language. That's Chabad, Chachmabin, and Das. There are different types of thinking, there are different types of tfisas of understanding, things that are, again, above our pay grade. 
about 20 lines from the bottom, three lines into the wide lines. When Hashem created the world, it was like the two uh, collections of yarn that were used in a weave. So the way that the weave works is that they have uh, long strings that go out, up and down, and then something goes in between with the thread and then it reverses. And then it goes back and forth. And that's how it creates that weave pattern that we're used to. We're not talking about the weaving one. We're talking about the long ones. And there was a ball of yarn at the end. So this is the, what the Gemara gives as a mashal. The Gemara says that when Hashem created the world, fourth wide line, that the world was expanding like it was with two uh, rolls of yarn of sorts. Until Hashem called out and rebuked them and said, stop. But the pillars of the world were shaking and they trembled with HaKadosh Baruch Hu's rebuke. So we, we know, we found this out not even just in the last hundred years, we found out that our current universe is still expanding. This is like new information historically. Genesis and the Big Bang, Gerald Schroeder, all the books that, that talk about this stuff, that our universe is still expanding because they found this staticky sound on a satellite and they couldn't get the static. That's how they found out that the world is still expanding. It's a little bit mashma like that here in the Gemara, that the world is still expanding, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, stop. So our Metzius looks a little different than this, but obviously this is right and we just don't understand. But that's what the Gemara says. Five lines into the wide lines. What does it mean, Rish Lakish says, when the Pasuk says that I am Hashem Shakai, I'm the one who said that to the world it's enough. I'm the one who said it. That's what the Pasuk means. Same thing happened with the waters. The waters were expanding across the earth. And they dried up. And then all of the waters that were about to be were about to be created, they were they all were destroyed. 15 lines from the bottom. First, Shamayim was built. And then Aretz was built. Why? Shinamar, best Pasuk in the world for this one. Breshis bar Of course, Shamayim was built first because that's what the first Pasuk in the Torah says. Says the Gemara, not so simple. The Brisa writes, He disagrees with seemingly the first Pasuk in Chumash. We'll have to answer for that. He says that when it comes to uh, the creation of the world, that the land was made first. Another Pasuk writes that it's Eretz first and then Shamayim. This should be ABCs. We don't even understand the first Pasuk in Chumash. So says the Gemara, uh, The Bryce writes that Beis Hillel says to Beis Shammai, According to your approach that Shammai came first, You can't build the second floor without building the first. You can't build Shammai without building Aretz. We're referring here, of course, to the Shammai as the upper, as to the Aliyah. It has to be rooted in the ground. So Beiselo says, just al tzvara. You, I know you have a pasta. We have to answer for that. But the Misa makes more sense to build downstairs before you build the upstairs. They bite back and they said, well, according to your approach, first you're going to make a little joke of a stool and then you're going to build the kisei akava that's backwards. We should be taking care of a Kodesh Baruch Hu first and our needs should be later. Doesn't make any sense. How do we know that this makes more sense? Says Beishamai, ko amar Hashem. Your first, build the Kisei a couple, then build the Ottoman for his feet. 
Why you, the chair is more important? Why are you building downstairs first? Doesn't make any sense. And then this Brisa presents another sheet. Really, both Shemaim and Art were, were created at exactly the same moment, the same snap of the finger. That they were all created at the same time. What do you mean? What, what do you do with that? What about the pasuk that says they were created together? So says the Gemara. But answer that you can't separate heaven and earth. It used to be that they were trying to separate from one another very quickly, and a Kodesh Baruch Hu stopped them and said, you have to stay connected. you got to work with one another. Darkness and light, you have to coexist in some way. So dark before light, light before dark, the days are going to roll. But at the end of the day, they all have to be connected to one another. What do we do about the Stiram Sukkim? And the other Pasuk said, Aretz V'Shamayim. Says the Gemara, five lines from the bottom, Kashu Kray Hada. They, the Psukim, don't agree with one another. And the Gemara answers, Amarish Lakish Kishanivru, really, when they were created, Bara Shamaim Bachar Kach Bara Haaretz, like the first Pasuk in Breshis, Shamaim was built first, in theory, it was created first, and only then was was uh, was earth created. However, Ukshanata, when Hashem actually put them in their place, when they actually had their physical location, Nata Haaretz Bachar Kach Nata Shamaim. Okay. So we have an answer, and that seems to be the conclusion that you're right, and you're right, and you're both right. They were all created, but they, one was the day of creation, and the other was the day when it was planted, when it was actually put into place. <clears throat> what does the word shamayim mean? We use it so freely. We use it all the time. We don't even think about it. My shamayim asks the Gemara, what's the etymology of this word? So the Gemara answers two answers. Amar of Yossi, Bar Chanino, Shasham Mayim. Simple. We know the clouds are up in the heavens. They're up in the sky. Mm-hmm. We fly through them all the time. And that's what the Gemara says. It's, it's talking about water. But Masnisatana, it's a little different. Esh Umayim. The shin of shamayim is from the word esh. It's Eish, Umayim, without the Aleph, and it is Shamayim, talking about Eish and Mayim, which is two opposites. Fire and water can't coexist. Malam and Shevin and Kodesh Baruch Hu. Kodesh Baruch Hu brought these two things that are opposites, with Tarfan Zebazeh, and he inextricably connected them together. Ross, Man Rakia, that's how he made the heavens. So the heavens is really a mix of Eish and Mayim. Rabbi Shmuel was walking with Rabbi Akiva. Omar Lei said to Rabbi Akiva, You learned under Ish Gamzu for 22 years. Please teach me some Torah. And Nachem Ish Gamzu, he darshaned every S in the Torah. And we got a couple in the first Pasuk. These are two, Ace and S. We should make a distinction as as Balei Tfila, as whatever, but halachically it's not a big difference. They mean the same thing. So it says the Gemara, How did Nachemish Gamzu learn out these two words of S in the, in the first Pasuk and Chumash? So he says as follows, Amar here's what Nachemish Gamzu explained. I mean, Nachemish Gamzu wasn't around anymore. Rabbi Akiva is the Talmud, he's speaking. Amar he says to Rabbi, he says to Rabbi Shmuel, very simple, If the Pasuk would have just said, If that's what it was, was and it didn't have the word S, Hayisi Omer, I would have thought Shamayim Shemoshal Kadosh Baruch Hu. Shamayim Va'aretz Shemoshal Kadosh Baruch Hu. Just make sure that note is correct. Yes, that Shamayim Va'aretz are the names of Hashem. Why? Listen to the language. Bereishis Bara Elokim. In the beginning, Hashem created. Who is Elokim? Bereishis Bara Elokim Shamayim Va'aretz. So without the word S, it could just be that Shamayim Va'aretz are part of His name. But instead, Bereishis Bara Elokim. What did He create? As Hashamayim Va'aretz. He adds in the two S in order to separate Shamayim Va'aretz from being Hashem's name. That's not right. Hashem's name is not Shemayim Varetz. Hashem's name is Elokim. In that Pasuk, it's Elokim. Achshav Shenemar, Es Shemayim, Es Haaretz, Shemayim, Shemayim, Mamesh, and Eretz, Eretz, Mamesh. Now we understand. Without the word Es in the first Pasuk in Chumash, we would have made a mistake that Bereshit Bar Elokim Shemayim Varetz, that Hashem is the Elokim Shemayim Varetz, that that would have been his name. That's not right. So then the Gemara says, well, I understand why you have the first Es. Bereshit Bar Elokim Es Shemayim Varetz. Why do we need the second S? 
says, that's what the Gemara says. I understand the first one. You're afraid we're going to misunderstand, misinterpret his name. And that's a problem. So we have to put in the first S. But why the second one before? Says the Gemara. Says the Gemara to show that these were made in a certain order. If you would have said that it was Shamaim Va'aretz without the S in between, I might have thought they were created at the same time. We added an S to say, no, they were made in sequence. First Shamaim was made and then Aretz. And then if that's true, that really they were made first Shamaim and then Aretz, why does the next Pasuk focus on Aretz before Shamaim? If Shamaim was made first, Reishi is Balakim is Shamaim, V'es Aretz. So Shamaim was made first. And then what's the next Pasuk? V'aretz is Sovavo. Michti. V'shamaim Askel Bereisha. In the first Pasuk, you said that Akash Baruch Hu said that we created the world. We created Shamaim first. And then the, sex, the second Pasuk says that we're talking about only, seemingly, uh, seemingly we're talking about uh, Aretz. So why is that seva aretz? I says so So says the Gemara. Michti b'shemayim asubrisha. Why are we discussing this now? It's out of order. We should talk about shemayim first because shemayim was created first. Why are we talking about aretz? So says the Gemara. We have to give more praise to aretz than we do to shemayim. Why? Says the Gemara. Just imagine a life in blood, a flesh and blood king. He says to all of the people, everyone get up early. When he woke up, he saw that men and women had all congregated outside the castle. Who gets better praise? For those who are not used to getting up so early. So all of that, at that era, all of the men were getting up early to Davin Kivasikin, right? Let's say. The women, excuse me, the women slept in and they took care of the kids at home, whatever the case may be. They were not the ones getting up. Who gets more praise? The woman gets more praise. And the Mephorshim explained that Eretz is similar to woman. Shnehem and Mikablim. Both of them are Mikabel. The earth is Mikabel and Isha is Mikabel. So maybe that's uh, some ideas that are connected here on the side. But that's what the Gemara says. Therefore, Eretz has to be treated first. That's why Pasuk number two digs in. Even though Shemayim was created first, because the Misha in Darko, Lahashkim, Hishkim, we want to make sure that the one who is more. Um, uh, is more unique to show up under the circumstances, and that is Eretz. And the Gemara says, eight lines down, It's so unfortunate for those who see, but don't know what they see. Omdos, where that, that they're standing, and they don't even know what they're standing on. What is the earth standing on? And this was the example I started it with at the beginning, that we don't know what we're talking about. Says the Gemara, don't worry, they're standing on pillars. That the earth will shake, and the, with the pillars that are holding up the earth will shake. What are the Amudim standing on? Amudim al Hamayim, Shinamar Lerokaharat al Hamayim, because the Pasuk says that it's standing on top of water. So we have earth that's standing on pillars that's standing on water. And then Maim al Haharim, the water is standing on top of mountains. Shinamar al Harim, Yamdu Maim. That's very clear. The Pasuk says that the mountains are standing on water. Harim Beruach, the mountains are standing on top of air. Shinamar Kihne Yotzer Harim Uvari Ruach. And Ruach is standing this Arab. The Ruach is under is on top of a storm. Shinamar Ruach Sero Sadvaro. So we see that the Ruach and the Sa'ara are connected. What is the Sa'ara standing on? The Sa'ara, the storm, is standing on. This entire Gemara is impossible to understand on the surface level. It requires a tremendous amount of research and might even be usher for us to learn, um, but we're not learning it, so don't worry about it. That underneath the arm, the arm is underneath the world. Okay. Says the Gemara, third of the way down. Really, it's standing on twelve pillars, not just a random number, which we don't we don't didn't even have a number before. That which is Yatsev, which is standing up the borders of the nations. The Misbar B'nai Israel is actually the numbers of the Jewish people, which is twelve tribes, therefore twelve pillars. Some say that it's actually seven pillars. Nope, it's only one. But Sadik Shemo, the name of the pillar is Sadik. Why does that make sense? Halfway down, Shnemar that really a tzaddik is the one who holds up the world. Amar Rabbi Huda, if things weren't complicated enough, uh, 
There's the heaven and there's the heavenly heaven. So there's two layers. And this is going to consume the rest of the Gemara for today, that there are really seven layers of heaven. And here's what they are. Which is some type of curtain. Rakia, which is heaven. Shechakim is like a mill. Zvul is like a residence. Ma'on is like a house or a residence. Machon, similar language. And Aravos is like the plains, like flat plains. We're going to go through each of these. Vilon, what does the curtain do? Even, even though the Gemara says it doesn't do anything, it then says that it does a few things. It goes into its container. In other words, it reveals the sun, Shachris, and then it comes back out to block the sun, Arvis. How does that make sense? We know that the earth rotates around the sun and the earth itself spins. So there's plenty of reasons why we can't see the sun. Is that the Vilon? What is like? How does that work? If you're in China and you can see the sun at the same time, I don't know what the Gemara means. And this Vilon is part of the process of renewing the creations every day. speaking to the simpleton that, that you know, that just looks at the sun and it's moving east to west, Rabbi. I mean, maybe that's just speaking to the simpleton. Maybe, but this Gemara is so sophisticated. It's talking about the seven levels of heaven. Who is the first of the seven? So <laughs> that, uh, that's good. That's good. It's only level one. I'm a Kabbalah. So we know that this vilon is also part of the process of renewing the world. That it stretched out over the heavens like a tent. So therefore the vilon is part of, why does the Gemara say, it does have a purpose. It has multiple purposes. Okay. Next level of the heavens. Number two, Rakia. This is, uh, again, it's uh, heavens. Shabo, on that level, that's Rechama Ulevana, the moon and the, the moon, the sun and the moon, Kochavim Mazalos. You have the stars and you have constellations, Kavun, that they're all set in their place. I guess we would say that they're in orbit, that they're kind of hooked into a system. That he put them into the Rakia of the Shemaim. Seemingly, they were placed somewhere. What about Shechakim? This is the third level, which is the mill. What does it mean, a mill? Shabo, Rechaim Omdos Vitochnos Man Litzadiki. These are mills that are standing in place and they grind Man, they grind food for tzaddikim. Shenemar vayitzav shechakim imal that the heaven, the the grinder up in heaven, the dalse shemaim pasach, and then the the heavens open. Vayamter leeman leechol, and it drops food for people to eat. The tzaddikim in this case. Last short line, zavul, which means a residence. Shabo yerushalayim ubeis hamikdash mizbeach banui. On that fourth level of the heavens, that's where these. Um, very spiritual Yerushalayim components were all built. And on that level, the Michal, the Sar Hagadol, who is the one of the great angels up in heaven, he stands and brings sacrifices on this fourth level uh, in heaven. What about, how do we know that that's actually called, how do we know that Zvul is actually called Shamaim? All the previous ones had the word Shamaim in the Pesukim, but here we don't really see the word Shamaim in the Pasuk that was quoted. So it says, How do we know that a Zvul has the, even the title of Shamaim, that it's one of the seven levels? Answers the Gemara. We see the Pasuk says, Look from Shamaim and see Zvul, see this level of, of, of the Zvul. What about the next one? Three lines into the middle with lines, Ma'on, another location of a Kodesh Baruch The Gemara says, it's groups of angels that are singing song at night and and they're quiet by they're quiet during the day to give honor to the Jewish How do we understand this Gemara? So two different Pshatim. The more basic Pshat is what we are doing right now, which is learning Torah at night. Anyone who learns Torah at night, then the next day you're going to have a chutzal chesed from a kodesh baruch Why do we have this chutzal chesed? Because mishum uvalayla shira imi. Because at night you are singing my song. We're learning a kodesh baruch Torah. 
And because we're doing that, a Kodesh Baruch who gives us a gift of chesed the next day, it's Moshe Chalav Chutzal Chesed Bayom during the next day. But Vika de Amri, some say that this Pasuk of Yom and Laila is really just a homily for this world and the next. Vika de Amri, Amarish Lakish, Kol Haosek Batorah Ba'olam Hazet, Shudom Elalayla, anyone who learns Torah in this world, day or night, but the whole Olam Hazet is similar tonight. Kodesh Baruch Hu Moshe Chalav Chutzal Chesed, Olam Abba, Shudom Elayom, that the next world, which will be super clear, super, this is what uh, we, we learned about this on Shabbos with some of the Drash. I think everybody left spoke about this, that we don't understand how these things work. Cut off the leg to save the body. We don't understand these things. Anyways, that's what the Gemara says, is that Olam is it's very dark, very hard to understand this world, but Olam is considered to be as bright and as clear as Yom, Shinemar, same Pasuk, Yomam, last, last of the shorter middle width lines, Shinemar, Yomam Yisave Hashem Chastov Alayla Shiraimi, so two different Shatim to understand what it means to learn at night. Anyone who stops learning Torah in order to have just casual idle chatter, this person will then be eating the coals of or the embers of resamim. A resam is a certain type of tree. This is a play on words. A kotfim maluach means those who cut away from the luchos. Uh, there, the luchos, like the luchos, as in like the shnei luchos, like that's so you're learning Torah. Alei siach in order to have conversations. V'shoresh resamim lachma. Then the root of the resim tree will become your food. How do we know that a maon has the same status of shemaim such that it is even eligible to be one of the seven levels of the rakia? Says the Gemara. Shneimar hashkifa mi meon kachechamina shemaim. Good. What about number six? Machon. Machon is the sixth level of the heavens. Shabo Otros Shelek, Otros Barad, that's where we have the containers of snow, and we have the containers of Barad, of, uh, of hail, the Aliyah Tzalalim Raim, and we have some dew, which is very bad for earth, not all are good, the Aliyah Sagalim, these are uh, large containers of water, the Chadara Shel Sufa Usa'ara, and these are the, the the rooms that hold storms, Uma'ara Shel Kitor, and they have the, all of the uh, Kitor, all of the fog that's up there, and all of these are held with doors of uh, fire, but also same Eish, Neymar, Yiftach Hashem Lechaz Otsar it says the Gemara, these should not be up in heaven in the Machon level. They shouldn't be up there at all. Says the Gemara, Hani Birakia Isnehu. These shouldn't be up in heaven. After all, Hani Ba'ari Isnehu. We know that they're on earth because the Pasuk says that way. We say this every day in Zimra. So we know that these things are on earth. So why is it that the Gemara says that they're in the Machon, that they're on the sixth level of heaven? So says the Gemara, you're right. You're absolutely right that there's a contradiction. And here's how we answer the contradiction five lines into the wide lines. That David requested mercy that they should be brought down to earth. What mercy is he asking? Says the Gemara. Amar Lafan of David said to Kadosh Baruch Hu, "Ribon Shalolam, Lo Kel Chafetz Reshata. You don't like bad things. Lo Yagurcharah. Your place should not have bad things in it. Tzadikat Hashem. You're righteous. Lo Yagurbim Gurcharah. You shouldn't have any bad things up where you live. Therefore, bring them down here. And that's exactly what happened. So that was David was Chesed for Kadosh Baruch Hu." How do we know that this last, that this sixth level of machon has the status of shamaim? That's where we see shamaim and machon in the same pasuk. Therefore, it is eligible to be one of the seven layers of heaven. What about Aravos, the plains, the last level? So it says the Gemara, quite a bit of detail. On this last level, we have quite a few things going on. Shabot Tzedek, Mishpat, Utzdaka. We have righteousness, we have justice, and we have tzedakah, we have charity. 
Ginzei Chaim, we have the storehouses of life, who Ginzei Shalom, the storehouses of peace, who Ginzei Bracha, the storehouses of blessing. Benishmasa and Shel Tzadikim, the souls of the righteous, Beruchos and Neshamos, She'asit Lihibaros, and the Ruach and Neshama, again, very deep ideas, the uh, spirit and the soul that are soon to be created, Lihibaros, Vital She'asit HaKadosh Baruch Lahachayos Bomesim, and the dew that HaKadosh Baruch will use to revive the dead in the future. And these are all of the things that are on this seventh level. This is uh, the level of Aravos. So it says the Gemara, 10 lines from the bottom, Tzedek Mishpat, how do we know that those are on this level? It's up by the Kisei Kabul. What about Tzedakah? It's going to be up with all of the armories of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And what about the next one? Beginze Shalom, peace is with Hashem. How do we know the Chsiba Ikralo Hashem Shalom? What about Beginze Bracha, the Chsib Yisa Bracha Meis Hashem? What about Nishmasun Shal Tzadikim? The Chsiba Yisa Nefesh Adoni, Tzerura, Bitzor Hachaim, as Hashem Elokecha, so that a Kodesh Baruch is bound up with all the souls of the righteous. Ruchos and Hashem Shasidi Baros, how do we know the Kodesh Baruch has with him all the souls that he's soon going to create in the future? The Chsib Kiruach, I mean the Fanaya Atofu Nishamos, and Yasisi, these are the souls that I made. What about the dude that will revive people in the future? Please God very soon. With Tal Shasid, the the rain of, uh, of the heavens we are going to scatter. What about uh, what else is going on on this level of Aravos? The Gemara says five lines from the bottom. Sham as well. Uh, different types of angels. And even the throne of a Kodesh Baruch is up on this very, very high level. How would we know that that's where this chair is, that the Kisei HaKavod is there? Uh, the going on the path uh, on the plains is Hashem's name and uh, that is how we know the chair is there how do we know that Aravos has the status of Shamaim? because we have a Gzeru Shabbat so we see that a Kodesh Baruch is going to be up on the Aravos and we also see that it's Rochev Shamaim that it's in Shamaim so we see that it also has a din of Shamaim and we also said, oh, we didn't say, we're saying now, surrounded by darkness, by clouds, and by, by fog of some kind, Hashem is surrounded. But says the Gemara, how can a Kodesh Baruch be draped in darkness? Kodesh Baruch is not going to be in dark. We just said that Olam Abba is considered to be Yom. Kodesh Baruch Bechvod of Atmos, surrounded by darkness, is impossible. Says the Gemara Vaksiv, who Galea Mikta Mistarta, he reveals all the very, very deep ideas. Yodama Bechashocha, he knows what dark is, but Unohora Ime Shari, but bright, brilliant light is what stays by him. So how could a Kodesh Baruch be blanketed in darkness? Says the Gemara, Lokasha, this is not a problem, ha, huh? as we turn to the top of Yud Gimel Amadal, Babate Gavoy. One is in the inner chambers of a Kodesh Baruch, who there, there is no darkness at all. It's, it's all light. And but outside of that area where there are other angels, there there can also be darkness. There's still one level that's even higher, an eighth level. Like the great ice. Don't know what that means. Says the Gemara, on all of these topics, on all of the things we've spoken about, we're allowed to ask Shilas about that. What does this mean? What's a vilon? What's zavul? We can ask on all of this, no problem. Mikan va'elach, but anything that isn't listed on Daf Yud Beis in Maseches Chagiga, don't mess. Ein l'charushus l'daber. Shekain kasu b'sefer ben Sira. The Sefer ben Sira is a huge discussion in the Mefarshim as to whether or not it was accepted or not accepted. Was it great? Was it not great? It was written in the in uh, by in the time by one of the Batei Mikdash by Ben Sira. Even Ben Sira is a whole story that he uh, his daughter had his child because he went into the mikvah and then she one one zera entered her body and she got pregnant. A whole story. Okay, fine. So what does it say in Ben Sira? 
That which is more wondrous than you are, you cannot be dorish. That which is hidden for you, do not investigate. That which you are allowed to, you may then think about. But the, anything that's beyond that, that is ever so hidden, you are not allowed to touch. Again, well, I don't know what most of this means. I don't think I know what any of this means. <laughs> but it's important for us to learn and to understand that there are things that we don't understand. That too is knowledge. We'll stop right here. Wishing you all a beautiful night. Yeah, yeah. I think that the... Uh...